0: That was good. Yeah, it's good to see everybody tonight. We are in our series on Galatians entitled "Freedom," and so we are going to continue on tonight in the book of Galatians. That's in the New Testament, right after First and Second Corinthians. If you don't know where it's at, that is okay. Just turn until you find it. Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 through 24. Give everybody a second to find it. Galatians 1, 11 through 24. When you get it, say, got it. Got it. All right, sounds good. I think everybody's got it. A little bit of a background. We started off uh, last week in the book of Galatians, and Paul was setting his foundation, making sure that the people knew who he believed in, and that was Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, that he was uh, uh, crucified on a cross, that he was buried, and that he was resurrected. And so Paul made his foundation. He was apostle of Jesus Christ, not of men. And then he proceeded on to say, look... I have taught you guys truth. I have taught you guys the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And you accepted it. And Paul says, I am amazed because now you've accepted the good news. But now there are some others who have come teaching you things that are false. And they are adding to what I told you or taking away from or maybe a little both. And they're they're taking the gospel of Jesus Christ and they're making it irrelevant by adding things to it that shouldn't be there. And so Paul was calling them out. That's what the book is about. He's going to call them out on a few different things. And then he closed with the verses we looked at last week saying, look, I didn't come to please people. I came to preach God's truth. And you may not like what I got to say. That's a paraphrase. You may not like what I got to say, but I'm a slave of Jesus not a slave of man. And so I'm going to tell... What I need to tell you guys. And so that's what we left off last week with Paul kind of making his foundation and and addressing what the problem was. And so that's what we're going to pick up this week in verse 11. Now I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel preached by me is not based on human thought. For I did not receive it from a human source, and I was not taught it. But it came by a revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard about my former way of life in Judaism. I persecuted God's church to an extreme degree and tried to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many contemporaries among my people because I was extremely zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who from my birth set me apart and called me by His grace, was pleased to reveal His Son in me, So that I could preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone. I did not go up to Jerusalem to those who had become apostles before me. Instead, I went to Arabia and came back to Damascus. Then after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas, and I stayed with him 15 days, but I didn't see any of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now I'm not lying in what I write to you. God is my witness. Afterward, I went to the regions of Syria and Cilicia. I remained personally unknown to the Judean church in Christ, churches in Christ. They simply kept hearing. He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith. He once tried to destroy, and they glorified God because of me. Let's pray. God, I come to you tonight, and I thank you for this good word. and I. As we look at, at Paul's story, dear Lord, as we look at Paul's testimony, that we would reflect on our life, dear Lord, to see, God, do we have a testimony? And that testimony is Jesus Christ. And and what is our our, our, our story, dear Lord, that brought us to where we are? And are we using our experiences and our grace that we've received through Jesus Christ to do your work and be about your business, dear Lord. So I pray that your Holy Spirit would speak to us today as we look at your word, that you would reveal something to us, dear Lord, even if it's not something I say, God, but it's your word that's going to do the revealing. So I pray that each one here, even if they don't hear me, God, or even if I mess up, dear Lord, that they would still see through your word, your grace in Jesus Christ. And I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now what Paul is doing here is kind of Kind of change of pace. He started off, he kind of got everything set into place as to what he was writing to the people about. But then here, we have what I like to look at, and I think we could call Paul's testimony. He tells them, all right, this is my story, and this is what happened, and this is where I came from. Because maybe you don't know, but Paul was not a good guy. Now, what Paul was is Paul was well educated in the law. That is the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, the Torah, the books that Moses wrote. He knew that law good. The scripture that we read today said that he had excelled past those that was his own age. So he was a student in the law, and he was very zealous. That means he, was, he tried his best. He tried to learn. He wasn't going to give up. He was a hard, a hard learner, and he was hard at it, trying to make sure that he knew God's law. And so uh, Paul was a Jew's Jew. He was, he was a Jew if there ever was a Jew. He followed all the traditions. He knew all the words. But there was one problem. He didn't know Jesus. That was Paul's problem. Paul saw Jesus come onto the scene. And Paul did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah because Paul was still clinging to the law. He was still clinging to the traditions of the Jews, these different rituals and things that they did that they just kept doing year after year because that's the way they had always done it. And so he was falling right in line with the rest of the Jews. And Paul, being a little bit above everybody else and progressing so far through Judaism, began to persecute the church. We see that in the book of Acts in the early church. As things are starting to to progress in the early church, we see he's at that point called Saul, and he is beginning to persecute the church. And he has Rome, and he has the officials on his side, and so he can go out and he can have these Christians arrested. He can have them put in a lot of trouble. And that's what he desired to do. It says that that, uh, Paul held the coats of the men as they stoned Stephen. And so he was standing there and probably watching very proudly because he didn't want these Christians to say a word. He wanted them all gone because they were blasphemous. They were worshiping this man who said he was God, this Jesus. So Paul didn't believe in Jesus. Even though he knew everything just right as far as the law was concerned, he didn't know Jesus until one day Paul was walking down the Damascus Road and Jesus himself appeared to him. Now, can you imagine what a just amazing experience that must have been? Could you imagine a man who did not acknowledge Jesus Christ as the Son of God and all of a sudden Jesus appears to him and said, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Wow. And that changed Saul's life. Because when Paul had that interaction with Jesus, when he had that relationship with Jesus, when Paul met Jesus, it changed his whole life. And at that point, it wasn't about all the things that he had read in the law at that point. It wasn't anything that men had taught him. It wasn't anything that he had learned on his own. It was Jesus and Jesus alone. That was it, and that changed his life. And that's what we see in the text we're looking at tonight. He said, Now I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel preached by me is not based on human thought. See, everything that he had learned in Judaism, while it wasn't based on human thought, it was clearly from God, it was God's Word, it wasn't wasn't Jesus. But what happened when Jesus was revealed to Paul is he had a new understanding of what the law meant, of what was going on. For I did not receive it from a human source, and I was not taught it, but it came by a revelation from Jesus Christ. Now, that's pretty unbelievable. It happened, though. Could you imagine how great that would have to be for Jesus to appear to you and reveal God's word to you? That would be pretty pretty awesome. And that's exactly what happened to Paul because Paul was a pretty rough guy. He goes on to say, For you have heard about my former way of life in Judaism. I persecuted God's church to an extreme degree and tried to destroy it. We just talked about that. I advanced in Judaism beyond many contemporaries among my people because I was extremely zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But listen to this next part. But when God who from my birth set me apart and called me by his grace. You see, the Bible says that we are set apart. If you want to flip with me to uh, Ephesians chapter 1, you can. You don't have to, but you can just listen. Just a few pages over, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. This is Paul speaking here as well. For he chose us in him, that is Jesus, for he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. That's a pretty good deal. We are chosen before the foundation for the creation of the world to be God's children. And Paul acknowledged that right here in the verse that we're looking at now. He knew that God had chosen him many, 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 many moons ago. And that at this point in time that God had chosen to reveal him, to reveal himself to him through Jesus Christ. Because Paul was going to do a mighty work. Here was a guy who didn't even believe Jesus was who he said he was and now all of a sudden Jesus Christ has touched his heart and he is a changed man. And God is going to use Paul in a mighty way to do his work. And what Paul is doing is he was telling them, look, this is my testimony. This is where I came from. This is where I was. I was a guy who wanted to see the church destroyed. I was a guy who was as religious as they come. I knew everything that the law had to say, but my life did not change until Jesus Christ came into it and this is my journey. After Jesus Christ came to Paul, we see that he didn't go immediately back to Jerusalem. The the text says that he went to Arabia, and then he went back to Damascus for three years. Now, we don't know exactly what Paul was doing in those three years, but my guess is, is that he was probably preparing himself for the mission that Jesus Christ had put in front of him, that Paul was getting ready for the mission that he was about to go on, and then he returned to Jerusalem where he met Cephas that is Peter that's the Hebrew word for Peter Cephas and there he met Petus, and he met, uh, uh, Cephas Peter and he also met James who was the brother of Jesus and that was kind of the beginning of Paul's ministry and you can read all about his ministry all through this book of Galatians and all throughout the many other books in the New Testament that he wrote are books that talk about him But what Paul was doing here is he was giving his testimony. He was telling the people his journey of what Jesus had done to him. And here's the key part at the very end, is that when the people heard in verse 24, and they glorified God because of me. Paul wasn't telling this story to say, look how good I am. I used to be this bad guy. And look at me now. I'm like super Christian. Jesus himself appeared to me. I got, you guys got nothing on me. You didn't even know Jesus. No, Paul wasn't using it for his own good. He wasn't bragging about it. But what the result was is that people gave glory to God over what had happened when they heard about Paul and how he had been transformed. And that's important for us to look at what Paul was doing here. Because each and every one of us, if we've accepted Jesus Christ, we have a story. We have a testimony. Now the Bible says in in Revelations that uh, those who are in Christ are conquerors by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Testimony means to testify about what you have seen, what you know, what you have heard. We see that term used in court. People get up and they testify because they have seen something, they have heard something, and they are giving that evidence, they are giving that proof for everyone to hear. And we should be the same as Christians. That's what our testimony is. It's our story. And maybe you've heard that term in churches before and you didn't know what it means. If you've accepted Jesus Christ, you've got a testimony and Jesus Christ is that testimony. Now our testimony could be expanded upon, expounded upon. We look at Paul here and he kinda gives us a rundown in just a few verses. It doesn't take much time, it doesn't take long, but in just a few short verses that we look at tonight, we get a pretty good overall picture of who Paul was and who Paul became. And we need to think about our testimony. We need to spend some time and we need to think about our story. We need to think about all the things that God has done for us in our past, all the things that we have done on our own, all the bad decisions that we've made that God's had grace on us for, all the blessings that God has poured out on us, the places that God has led us to, the people that God has put us into contact with. And all those things together have brought us on uh, July the 6th, 2016 to Enterprise Baptist Church on a Wednesday night. What's your story? What's your testimony? Because what Paul was telling the people here is, look, my life has been changed, but it's not because anything that I've done. It's because of what Jesus done. And the whole purpose of Paul writing all these letters and all these things in the New Testament is because he wanted people to know that same Jesus. He wanted people to know that same Jesus. What better way for us to share Jesus with somebody than to share with them what Jesus has done in our life, to tell them our story? And sometimes we think, well, you look at Paul and you think, boy, he's got a great testimony. You you see people maybe who were in prison who just did these crazy things and then all of a sudden Jesus saved them and now all of a sudden they're just rocking out for Jesus and you're like, man, those guys have an awesome testimony. All my testimony is, is I grew up in church my whole life, and I accepted Jesus, and now I'm still in church, and I'm a preacher. That doesn't sound very exciting, right? And sometimes we think, well, I must not be a good enough Christian, or maybe God didn't want to use me enough because I don't have a good enough testimony, but that's not the case. Whatever your life has gone through that brought you to Jesus Christ, then share that with people. Share with them the bumps along the way, the hard times along the way, because look, we all have them. None of us in here are super Christian. And sometimes we like to do that at the church, right? We like to look at other people in the church and we say, man, he's got it all together. Or she's got it figured out. I wish I could be like them. They don't have any problems. Everything's going for them. Nope. that's not the case. Every single one of us in this boat together. And we all have these same problems. We all have these ups and downs. We all have days where we get upset. We all have days where we get stressed. We all have days where we worry. We all have days where we kind of go off and have a bad attitude. We all have days where we do things we shouldn't do. We all have days where nothing seems like it's going to fall together. But what do we do in those days? Those of us who are Christians, we seek the Lord, hopefully. We go to God's Word. And when we do that, God strengthens us. And God brings us through that. And God brings joy to our life. And that's adding to our testimony. Every experience that we've had that we've gone through, whether good or bad, whether it's a hard time or a great time, all the things that we go through, God is building our testimony. And we can share that with people. Because a lot of times when somebody's going through something, there's a good chance that somebody in this church family has gone through it too. We can give them a hug and we can say, I'm praying for you. I know it's tough, but I had a similar situation. Let me tell you how God blessed me. Let me tell you how God's Word got me through it. And so our testimony can be a powerful thing. Even if we're not all murderers or people who are trying to persecute other people, we don't have to be extreme to have a good testimony because a good testimony is Jesus Christ. A good testimony is, I was a sinner. And I didn't deserve mercy and grace, but God gave it to me anyway. And God wants to give it to you through Jesus Christ. That's a good testimony. So let us be found faithful, just like Paul here, to tell people, look, I want to tell you what God's Word says. It may be kind of tough, some of it. It may be really good and joyful, some of it. But it's all in the name of Jesus Christ. And when we tell people our testimony, it should never be to bring focus to ourselves or attention to ourselves on what we've become, or what we've come from, but it should always be to bring glory to Jesus Christ because He is the one that's brought us from where we we were to where we are, and He's the one who's going to take us from where we are to where we're going. And so to Him be the glory for that. Let's pray. God, I come to you tonight and I thank you for these good words. And God, I pray that you would help us, each one in this room, to reflect uh, throughout our life all the many blessings and all the things that you've got us through dear lord maybe we're on a mountaintop right now god maybe there are some in this room that are just walking close to you and they are just on a spiritual high god and you are blessing them and things are falling into place and i praise you god if that's the case i pray that in this mountaintop that they would continue to praise you that they wouldn't forget what you have done to bring them through their sinfulness and give them this grace dear lord that's brought them to this place god i pray for those who may be in the valley tonight Maybe there are some that are just struggling, that are just grasping, that are just uh, trying to cling to any word, that are just praying and crying out to you, God, and they're just struggling. God, I pray that you would help them, those who are yours, to remember, God, that you are in control, to not forget that you love them, to, that you would recall to their mind the joy that they had when they accepted you as Lord and Savior, that the hope that they have in Jesus Christ would be enough to get them through the valleys of life, dear Lord God. And I pray that you would just help us to recall our testimony and help us just to, in a few words, be able to share with the lost and dying world, hey, this is where I came from. I was a sinner. But here's what God did for me through Jesus Christ, and here's what he can do for you. God, help us to be able to tell other people our testimony and the grace that we've received so that they too can receive that grace. And God, I pray that every time we tell the world about you, God, that it's never for us to bring attention to us of how much scripture we know or how good we can talk or how, whatever it may be, dear Lord, how good we are. But that when we tell people about you, Lord Jesus, that it's because of you and not because of us. And so we thank you for the grace that we have received. And we thank you that we can come here tonight and worship you. And I pray that you would bless each one that's in this place. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Amen i'll go over a few on our prayer list and we'll have a quick prayer before we start the